As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. The Athletic. Hi folks, welcome to another episode of the Athletic FPL Podcast. I'm Mark McGettigan, you'll find me on Twitter at FPL General. Recording this episode Wednesday night, just after the Manchester United Nottingham Forest Cup game. There was two assists for Marcus Rashford off the bench, goal for Martial off the bench, Fred was on the score sheet and Bruno Fernandes was awarded man of the match. The Premier League transfer window is now shut, so we don't need to worry about our FPL picks moving clubs anymore. Two FPL legends did move abroad on deadline day. Joe Cancelo is now a Bayern Munich player, and in his first game he picked up an assist, a clean sheet, and he probably would have got all three bonus points as well. While Matt Doherty has joined Atletico Madrid, I don't think too many of us seen that one coming. It's a Friday FPL deadline this week, with the Friday game being Chelsea versus Fulham. It's a double game week for Manchester United and Leeds United. A quick reminder on what the schedule looks like for the next few game weeks. This week is the double for Manchester United and Leeds. The following game week is the double for Arsenal and Manchester City. Then most importantly, game week 25 is a blank game week for four teams. Newcastle, Manchester United... Brighton and Brentford so you need to be careful if you're stacked on those teams you've got to look ahead to game week 25 when you're making your transfers over the next three game weeks for more details on blanks and doubles make sure you're following Ben Crellen on Twitter he's put together some fantastic graphics over the last few days which make planning much easier in this episode I'll have a very quick look back at game week 21 which feels like a long time ago now there's some interesting 59th minute shoutouts this week update the watch list, answer questions from Twitter, and discuss captaincy and potential transfers for Double Gaming 22. Lots of potential transfers for Double Gaming 22 with those two free transfers. If you'd like to become an Athletic subscriber, visit theathletic.com forward slash FPL pod to avail of the latest discount offer for new subscribers. (laughs) 
Looking back briefly on Gimme 21, which is almost two weeks ago now, scored 90 points for a fifth green arrow on the bounce since the restart, so very satisfying to see the rank have gone from 1 million to 247k now. Bank the free transfer. The points came from Kepa in goal with nine. Trippier and Botman delivered the clean sheets, and Trippier got his customary two bonus points. Rashford was seven, Saka was nine. De Bruyne and Kane both got six each. And Hattrick hero Captain Haaland got 34 points. There was blanks for Ben White, Almiron and Martinelli who are all potentially on the chopping block this week when it comes to transfers. Shoutouts from Gimme21. A warm welcome to the 59th Minute Club to Brentford's Josh Da Silva. I mentioned a few weeks ago that Thomas Frank must listen to the podcast because there was already four Brentford players in the club. Josh Da Silva becomes the fifth. So if you're listening, Thomas, thank you very much. And I look forward to seeing who becomes the sixth Brentford player to join the club in Gimme22. At Nottingham Forest, an interesting one, Oriel Mangala. Again, another 59th minute shout out. He's got two of them in the last three game weeks. So Mangala becomes the first player to get two. And could he join Luka Milivojevic in the club of hat-tricks of 59th minute shout outs in one season? So let's see what happens. The interesting thing about Mangala at Forest as well, not just his two 59s, he's also got a 54, a 60 and a 62, so surely it will happen before the end of the season. So keep an eye on Mangala when you are watching Nottingham Forest. Another interesting one is Lavia at Southampton. He's already in the club, and he's after posting back-to-back 60-minute appearances. He He's another player dicing with death. And I have to mention that man, Erling Haaland, 34 points for captainers, which is quite frustrating for those of us who triple-captained him the week before. But good that we got those points in the week after. Just about made it to 60 minutes. So Pep Guardiola playing with us there on that one. As always, keep an eye on the clocks in Game Week 22. And make sure you tag me in a tweet if you see anything dodgy happening. A watch list update now. I updated this a day or two after Game Week 21 ended. So again, feels like quite a while ago that I did so so I might have a look at this watch just again Thursday or Friday and give it a bit of a refresh but not much will change the players I removed last week were Bueno at Wolves because I just don't really see myself making a transfer to get Bueno when I'm going to be focusing my transfers between now and the second wildcard probably on you know bigger hitters and midfield and attack in particular so I just don't see myself getting Bueno in it feels like a luxury transfer for example Patterson to Bueno Really don't see myself having that luxury at any point when we've got blanks and double game weeks to navigate. I removed Solly March from Brighton as well because if I go for a Brighton midfielder, it's going to be Matoma. I'll come back to him in the question section. Gibbs White is gone as well. He's picked up an injury when he was looking good. And I've also removed Brennan Johnson. Johnson's looked really good in recent game weeks as well. But I've got Kane, I've got Haaland. Don't really have a spot for a cheaper striker at the moment. And if I did, it would probably be someone like Inketia rather than Brennan Johnson. So he's looking good, but he's not going to make the cut FPL-wise. Players added to the watch list ahead of Double Gaming 22 and Double Gaming 23 in mind here as well. Two goalkeepers, Ederson, who has the double in 23, and David De Gea, who has the double this game. So part of me is tempted to lose Kepa or Danny Ward to get a De Gea or an Ederson, 
but I think I'm going to, it's pretty unlikely that I'm going to do that because I think Kepa is absolutely fine. He's delivered very well since the restart. He's only 4.5 million. So I think as a set and forget goalkeeper, Kepa is, you just, I think you just stick with him and you use your transfers on your outfield players. I've also added Lissandro Martinez from the Manchester United defence. I'm currently on Luke Shaw and Rashford, so I've got a space for a third Manchester United asset for this double game week. Martinez is an option, and if I was going to get Martinez, I would probably lose Ben White with a view to freeing up a spot for an Odegaard or Enketia this game week or for double game week 23. Fabian Scher joins the watch list. If I end up selling Almiron, which is a high possibility this week or next week, that opens the door again for triple Newcastle defence, which I was on before Christmas. So I've got Trip here. I've got Botman, but I think Fabian Scher is probably the better of the two when it comes to Botman versus Fabian Scher. Uh, looking at, I was looking at some stats over the last two weeks from Gimme 17 to 21. And over the course of the season as well, Fabian Scher ranks very highly among defenders for goal attempts. So I think there could be one or two to come between now and the end of the season. Botman... He's due a goal at some point soon too. I think there was one game week 21. There was a trippier corner that Botman should have done better with. So both centre-backs are really good options at very good prices. And I'm not against the double-up at some point. The triple-up, I should say. The issue is Newcastle are one of those teams who blank in game week 25. So it might be a case of waiting until after that for a triple-up. Another player added. Good to see him fit again. James Madison at Leicester. Boy, do they need him to stay fit. He makes things tick in that team. And we know how good he is FPL-wise when he's fully fit. So keep an eye on James Madison over these next couple of games as well. And finally, Darwin Nunes fit again. Definitely not ready to go back there just yet. But going to keep an eye on how Liverpool look, how Darwin looks. I still believe there's a player in there. I still believe there's an FPL asset in there. And Liverpool are a team, if you look at Ben Crelin's graphics, Liverpool have a potential to double in Game 25. So that is a situation to monitor. And if it does happen, players like Darwin and Salah, possibly even Robertson and Trent will come back into our thinking. So that's the watch list updated ahead of the weekend's action. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Question time now. I've picked out 10 of the best from Twitter, which should hit most of the hot topics that people are thinking about for this weekend's round of matches. The first one is from Saints Neil. Who are the three best Manchester United players to have for double game week 22? I'll try to keep this one short. Luke Shaw, Marcus Rashford. I think those two pick themselves and a lot of people already own them. I think if you don't own either, you prioritise getting them this game week. Although, do keep an eye on Game Week 25 and how your team is going to be set up that game week. And I'm going to say Bruno Fernandes as the third asset. He passed the eye test for me again 
in that Nottingham Forest game midweek. No attacking returns, but he's involved in almost everything going forward. We know he likes to pop at goal from here, there and everywhere. I think he was, there was a funny comment after the game. Luke Shaw was presenting him with the Man of the Match award and the interviewer was just saying how good his pass was for one of those goals. And, and Bruno joked that Luke Shaw always tells him 1 in 20 is, is a pretty good rate. And you could say that about his shots as well. But I just think we've seen it in the last double game week. Bruno performed very well. If you get a player who is almost guaranteed to get 180 minutes, which Bruno is, playing for a very good attacking team, I just think it makes sense to get him. But again, don't forget to look at the bigger picture because if you are tripled up on three Manchester United players, it could make things a little bit trickier in the long run. But I'm certainly leaning towards getting Bruno Fernandes in this game week. De Gea is a good option. I don't mind Lissandro Martinez as a cheap double up to go alongside Luke Shaw. But I don't think I'd be looking at the likes of Martial or Veghorst. Bit of rotation there. Not too keen on Anthony. Sancho was back in the pitch this week as well. So there's more competition there now. Garnacho rotation. So yeah, Luke Shaw, Marcus Rashford, Bruno Fernandes. I think those are the top three. But absolutely fine to go in with just two if you think that's better for your long-term strategy. Question from FPL Radiator, who keeps us all warm at this time of year. Should we get Bruno in, even if it means letting go of a premium asset such as Harry Kane or Kevin De Bruyne? So I think one of the most popular moves this week is going to be De Bruyne out, who plays Tottenham, for Bruno Fernandes in, who's got two home fixtures, and then they'll reverse the transfer. I say they'll, they will reverse the transfer, or maybe we will reverse the transfer, because this is something I'm thinking about as well. De Bruyne out when he's playing Spurs, not the easiest fixture on paper. De Bruyne hasn't looked fantastic last couple of games, but we know what he can do. And then you get Bruno in for his two games, and then you might just go straight back to Kevin De Bruyne afterwards for his double game week in 23, and also that obviously rid you of Bruno for Manchester United's blank in 25 as well. So I think it's absolutely fine to make that move for a free transfer. If it's for a hit, I think it gets a bit more complicated because you're betting against a very good player in Kevin De Bruyne with a minus four on top of that. So you've got to weigh that one up yourself. But I think Kevin De Bruyne to Bruno is an absolutely fine transfer to make when Bruno's got two plush home fixtures and you can get back to him easily the week after. In terms of Harry Kane, I don't like it as much because if you get rid of De Bruyne, for example, or if you want De Bruyne the following week, it's obviously, if you're getting rid of De Bruyne, it's easy to get back there if you lose Bruno, but if you lose Harry Kane to fit Bruno in and you want to get Kane back at some point, it's it's a lot harder. You know, it's two transfers because you're moving across two positions there. Whereas with De Bruyne being a midfielder like Bruno, it's a straight straight swap, hokey-cokey, which I think is absolutely fine. So I'd be inclined to keep Harry Kane longer term, but I think it's quite okay to lose De Bruyne this game week. Question from FPL Potter. Even with a double game week, is it worth keeping the injury-prone Martial or should I swap him for Inketia? Setting up a triple Arsenal for the next few weeks. Surely his minutes are greatly reduced after injury and the arrival of Veghorst. FPL Potter already owns Shaw and Rashford. Though. Tripled up already with Martial, Shaw and Rashford. I, I noted down this question before I watched the Nottingham Forest game. and My, my answer initially was going to be just get rid of Martial. But then he came off the bench and scored. Which, which kind of changed my thinking because at least you know he's fit again now. He's available. I don't think Veghorst has been up to much in his few Manchester United appearances. So I feel like when Martial is fit, which is 
a line we don't really say very often. But even if I think if you 70 or 80% fit, I think Ten Hag would start him up front. Might be a case of 60 or 70 minutes. But I feel now if you already own Martial, I would keep him because it's two very good fixtures. And if even if you only started one and got half an hour in the other, I would fancy Martial to do well. I don't think it makes sense, for example, to lose Martial to fit in Bruno or to fit in another Manchester United player. I think you just hold him now and you hope for the best and then you sell him after a double game week. But again, I wouldn't be looking to buy Martial if you don't already own him. So fine to keep him, but I wouldn't be overly keen on buying him. Question from FPL Prem Tipster. Just going back to that previous question, actually, because I forgot to mention Enketia there. Martial to Enketia, it still is attractive to me. But I feel like you probably just hold off one week and do it the week after. Give Martial the double, see what happens, and then go Martial to Enkedia the week after for the double for Arsenal. Question from FPL Prem Chipster. Who's the best replacement for Cancelo if you already have Manchester United and Arsenal triple up? So the United and Arsenal guys are not an option here. If you're selling Cancelo outside those two teams it's slim pickings you know do you want a double game week leads defender i don't think so because that's only for one game week you don't really want them after that newcastle obviously very attractive defensively but they've got the blank game week on the horizon and they've got liverpool a week before so the next four game weeks for newcastle are west ham bournemouth which is fine but then it's liverpool and a blank so do you want to be buying a newcastle defender right now I'm not so sure. It's probably going to be a case of people are going to be moving away from Newcastle assets rather than buying them at the moment. At Man City, if you want a like-for-like replacement for Cancelo, it's tricky as well because there's probably six or seven options that could start in any given game week. Akanji, Lewis, Ake, Laporte, Diaz could come back into things, and Kyle Walker. So it's very hard to pick a City defender that's going to start both games in the double and a few games after that. Now, City are attractive because they've got the double in 23, and after that, they've got Forest in 24, and they've got Bournemouth in 25. So the fixtures following the double are very good as well. If I was forced to buy one, probably a Kanji, because Pep seems to like him a lot. He gets a lot of minutes, and John Stones has picked up an injury now, which I think is probably increases a Kanji's chances of keeping his place in the team as a right-footed centre-back plays a similar way to John Stones, a similar style of player with, with being right-footed. So, yeah, Akanji, if you want to say defender, but again, I'm not overly keen there. Uh, the main thing is, if you are replacing Cancelo or a Doherty, make sure you get a defender that has a game in game week 25, because you don't want to leave yourself short in that game week. So look ahead uh, and keep that in mind when you're making your transfer. Question from Joe Blanco. Is it finally time to move on from Almiron? I think the short answer here probably is yes. Three blanks hasn't looked as good to me in terms of the eye test. I presume his stats are probably down as well. I can't remember. I was looking at a few stats during the week, but Almiron certainly didn't show up near the top of any of those lists I was looking at. Another big factor, I always mention this, I really like Bruno Gomares in the team for Almiron. I couldn't believe he recovered from that injury. And then I couldn't believe he got sent off in the League Cup. So he's banned now for three Premier League games, which is extremely frustrating for Newcastle and for Newcastle fans. And because So he misses the next three games. Then Newcastle have a blank in 25. So the next time we're going to see Bruno Gomares in the Premier League is on the 4th of March, which is a long, long way away. So again, Bruno being out is another... It's pushing me again towards getting rid of Almiron possibly this game week. The Newcastle fixtures, as I mentioned, West Ham and Bournemouth is fine. 
but then it's Liverpool and a blank game week. So yeah, I think there is better midfielders out there than Almiron at the moment. Question from FPL Shoreham. What are your thoughts on moving for Matoma despite his blank in game week 25? Yeah, very good question and something I've been thinking about a lot this week. I was in two minds last week. It was either bank my transfer or it was sell Almiron to Matoma. And I think well done to those who did go Almiron to Matoma last week because you got your 10 points. And now you've got a very good asset with very good fixtures who most other managers won't buy now because there's a blank game coming up and they're also going to be focusing their transfers on United players, Leeds players, City players and Arsenal players. So last week was the time to get on them. Is it too late this week? I don't think so. And I'm still open to the idea of going Almiron to Matoma myself this week, possibly with my second free transfer, because the fixtures are great for Brighton and are scoring a lot of goals. So Matoma's got Bournemouth at home, superb. Crystal Palace, great. Fulham, very good. So three very good fixtures where you wouldn't be surprised, and I wouldn't be surprised if Matoma scored three and three over the course of these those fixtures. The way he's playing, the way Brighton are playing, and the way those three teams are defending this season. So I certainly wouldn't be put off Matoma just because he has a blank in 25. But again, you've got to spend some time this week looking at your overall strategy, your overall picture for the next four or five game weeks and decide where best your transfers are used. And can you afford, which is probably a luxury transfer now to get Matoma this week when you know it's going to leave you a man shorter in 25 or might force you into a hit or two over the next few game weeks. And I don't mind hits, especially to navigate this period. Don't be afraid of taking a few if you feel like it's going to increase your points potential. But yes, Matoma, certainly high on my most wanted list this game week. Question from David Tran. For Mitrovic owners like myself, do we replace him with Nketiah in that third forward spot? Or is thinking about blank game week 25 the main priority by giving ourselves enough free transfers to phase out Newcastle, Brighton and Manchester United? Who are likely to blank then currently have six players from those teams so yeah again this you, you can only come up with this you know decision or this the answer to this question yourself in terms of how many players are you going to be comfortable with playing in blank game 25 given a lot of the big guns are missing you know some teams will probably play with seven or eight players and might be happy with that some other managers will want to get to 10 or 11 players so in that case they might not make a move like Mitrovic to Nketiah this game week but for me again it's it's similar to the Matoma one I just think Nketiah is a fantastic FPL option at the moment playing for the best team in the league he plays Everton this week I probably don't have as much faith in Mitrovic as I did in the early part of the season he's still a fine asset he's still fine to hold long term he's, he's kind of a a set and forget player that you can just leave there for the long term and he should take over and, and be good value but it's hard to ignore Nketi at the moment and if you can get to him easily from Mitrovic again even if it does leave you a little bit short for 25 I don't mind it because I would fancy Nketi to outscore Mitrovic over the next three or four game weeks so you've got to make that call yourself but it's it's certainly one to consider question from Shane hi Mark uh, Shane's brave asking this question I still have Phil Foden in my team is it worth holding him for the double or am I glutton for punishment? And I think I think you are glutton for punishment, Shane. You must you must be the only you must be the only FPL manager at the moment who still has Phil Foden in your team. So rip off the band-aid, get yourself a player who can get more than one points in a in a game week. I think go back and look at Phil Foden's points over the last eight or nine or or maybe don't because that's probably not going to help you as a Foden owner. But yeah, if you still have him, it's it's a problem area in your squad. Get rid of him. You know, there's double game week players you can choose from this week or Arsenal or City assets for the following week. 
and even players like Matoma, you know, at least he plays and he gets points, whereas Foden, you just can't rely on him anymore with Pep. It's very odd what's going on there. We know how good of a player Foden is, and it's a shame we're not seeing more of him on the pitch, but certainly get rid if you still have him. Next question is from Rio. With some difficulties, I was able to get two free transfers for this game week. When you see the uncertainties of the future game weeks, should I just use one transfer this week and have two frees for game week 23? And I, I like this question and I, and I included it because I mentioned this on the Above Average podcast, which I appeared on on Sunday evening last. Go back and check that one out too if you get a chance before the deadline. We covered a lot of stuff for the next couple of game weeks as well. What One of the things that came up on that one was I was mentioning how I very often like to bank a transfer to have two frees for the flexibility. But when I do have the two frees, then I'm always quite eager to use them and it, I think that's it's just kind of a, a natural reaction you've you've had the strength to save one and then you feel like you need to go and, and use both of them up kind of as a little reward to yourself for being patient but important to remember if you do have two free transfers this week and some people don't realize this especially if you're new to the game if you have two free transfers this week and you use just one of them you will have two free transfers again next game week so that's something that's on my mind I've got two frees but I might end up just doing something like De Bruyne to Bruno for my Triple United and then giving myself that extra transfer for the following week that will you know, help me to start preparing for Blank Game Week 25. So yeah, keep that in mind. If you've got two free transfers this week, you don't have to use both of them. Consider using just one and leaving yourself a bit more flexible for the following game weeks. Final question is from Elder Hallow. I've heard you mention algorithms a couple of times recently on your podcast. Are these tools that you use to plan your transfers? And if so, which one would you recommend? Yeah, good question. I like these kind of different questions that come in from time to time. So I've probably mentioned algorithms kind of in passing over the last couple of weeks, over the course of this season. They're not something I use much at all. Uh, I've kind of dipped my toe in more so to get my head around them and understand them. And I'm always just interested to see how other FPL managers are managing their team and the tools they're using to do so. So if I go back to last season, I signed up to Mikkel Talkfam's transfer algorithm through Patreon, which I thought was brilliant. You know, so much goes into it. And, and I, I found myself kind of looking at it on a Friday in terms of, you know, looking at the points projections and the captaincy, the, the, the top captains for the game week and stuff, and just kind of run the past my own thoughts to see if it changed anything and usually it didn't usually just it was more confirmation bias probably than anything and this season was the first time I signed up to fplreview.com at the start of the season and I found myself the first couple of game weeks I was maybe not the first few game weeks because it obviously takes a wee while for that for the data to catch up maybe from game week let's say six seven onwards maybe up until before the world cup I was visiting it probably a couple of times a week just to have a look again just to kind of you know, back up what I'm seeing with my own eyes and my own stats research just to see what these kind of algorithms and websites are saying. And it's kind of just more of, you know, just another tool you can use as part of everything else that you do. I would say if you're if you're intrigued, just go and check them out and see if they're for you. Some people absolutely love them and some people swear by them and will make every decision, you know, off them. I'm, I'm different. I've always been more of an eye test manager. I like watching games, kind of forming my own decisions, do my own kind of stats research and, and picking out stuff from there. So I find myself, I really like what the guys are doing, but as an FPL manager, it, doesn't really, it just doesn't really suit my style of play. Um, you know, I, and sometimes I see things on the algorithms and on these websites and I don't really agree with them. You know, for example, sometimes Ederson comes up quite a lot on the algorithms. I think Lewis Dunk's another player who shows up quite often and those two examples, I always just think with FPL, 
I've always just spent very little on goalkeepers. So it doesn't really suit my strategy to, you know, be suggested to buy Ederson. I'd rather spend 4.5 on a goalkeeper and, and spend the 1.5 or 1 million, whatever it is, on on the outfield. Lewis Dong shows up quite often in, in algorithms and stuff. And again, Brighton are a team that, you know, don't keep too many clean sheets. The underly, underlying numbers are okay, but the, the clean sheets aren't really there. But, you know, he is a big goal threat. But that's just two examples kind of that come to mind. So it's always, you know, use them whatever way you think is best. You might you know, lean on them heavily and then you might just use them as, you know, just to kind of sanity check your own thoughts and stuff and that can be quite useful, you know, towards the end of a game week when you've spent the whole week like me overthinking things. It can kind of bring you back down to earth and just give you an idea of what, you know, kind of points players are predicted to get and stuff. But yeah, those two in particular, Mikkel Talk Fam's transfer algorithm and fplreview.com are two very useful tools for FPL managers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Moving on now to captaincy slash triple captaincy for Double Game Week 22. I'm jealous of you guys who still have a triple captain chip. Thank you, Erling Haaland, for not very much at all. So the options this game week, Double Game Week 22, I think Rashford is the standout captain and the standout triple captain candidate if you want to play it this game week. When it comes to triple captaincy, you've got to weigh up. Do you want to play it on Rashford this week or do you want to play it on Erling Haaland in Game Week 23? I, if I still had my chip, that's what I'd be weighing up. I'd definitely be playing at neither 22 or 23. The form Rashford's in and two very nice home fixtures makes him a very attractive option. I would be very surprised if Rashford doesn't outscore Haaland you know, when, when we triple captained him. So I'd quite comfortably put the triple captain chip on Rashford this weekend. But I do find it, if I still had it, I would find it hard to go against Haaland. And I would slightly lean towards... 23 triple captain Haaland I know one of the games is Arsenal but I really like the home fixture against Aston Villa so you know we know how good he is we know he definitely has the penalties we can't say Rashford definitely has the penalties we don't know it could be him it could be Bruno it's a bit unclear there Um, you know I, I said on the podcast last week I would expect Rashford to take the next one but you know doing a bit of digging and you know listening to a few other opinions uh, and my own opinion probably is too, it's probably going to be Bruno. Uh, you know, I don't see why it wouldn't be Bruno given his record and stuff like that. So basically we don't know, which which would have been useful for, for triple captainers of Rashford. If you really if you knew for sure he was on the pens, it would be a you know a little bonus. But it doesn't really matter. I don't think he's playing so well. You know, another two assists tonight off the bench. He's, he's on fire. So it's a really, really tough decision. And like I said, I'm probably 51-49. I would go triple captain Haaland, 23 over Rashford 22 just ever so slightly but whichever one you go for you can be confident I think that you're going to perform better than those of us who went on Haaland the first time around in whatever game week that was so yeah go Rashford or go Haaland with your triple captain over the next two game weeks the other captaincy candidates just to mention those fixtures for Rashford it's Crystal Palace at home and it's Leeds at home two very good fixtures for attackers and that's why it's quite attractive I think to get Bruno Fernandes in this week as well based on fixtures Bruno's a captaincy candidate. 
especially as a differential maybe if you're not too bothered about your rank or your mini league or you're struggling maybe you go Bruno as a triple captain and you try and spike a nice haul that he outscores Rashford Shaw and De Gea I think are okay captaincy candidates but I certainly wouldn't captain them over a Rashford or a Bruno then the other options you know some people might be tempted by a Leeds captain this week Rodrigo or Nonto they play Nottingham Forest and Manchester United but I don't love that because Manchester United are a pretty good defence so it's probably one good fixture out of two for their attackers and it is two away games for Leeds as well Erling Haaland is away to Tottenham if you fancy a single game week captain Arsenal are away to Everton the likes of Saka are always captaincy candidates. And that man, Matoma, is at home to Bournemouth. I know some people captained him for a 20-pointer recently. Yeah, same game week. It was in the last game week. Some people captained Matoma on the Saturday. We're looking smug with our 20 points, but then Haaland blew it out of the water with his hat-trick. So yeah, in short, captaincy this week for me will be Rashford. And if you've got triple captain, give it strong consideration this game week or next game week. In terms of potential double game week 22 transfers, I could do a 30-minute podcast alone on my options. It's going to be very difficult to come to a final decision. So I'll just run through a few of the scenarios I've been thinking about. So I've got the two frees. Option one, and this is probably most likely at the moment, De Bruyne out to Bruno and roll the second free transfer for flexibility for future. Another option, I could sell my forward Greenwood, uh, upgrade him to his teammate Nonto and roll the second transfer, and maybe just bench Almiron. Almiron out for Matoma is an option. Blank game with 25 is slightly annoying for that one. Rodrigo's an option. Could go Almiron to Rodrigo for a Leeds double gaming player. Another double move I could make. I've got 0.0 in the bank, so I would need to do this one probably you know Wednesday night or Thursday night, which I'm not going to do, because I'm going to wait for the pressers on Friday. Almiron and Martinelli out for Bruno and Bailey which means I would be able to keep Kevin De Bruyne this week. Uh, other options, Ben White to Martinez. If I sold White, Odegaard could come in or Enketia could come in. The goalkeepers could go to De Gea or Ederson, but like I said, I'm not going to do that. And I've noted down here, this is the most difficult transfer decisions of the season so far. And So what I'm going to do on either Thursday or Friday, Thursday evening or Friday morning, I'm going to spend some time kind of mapping out Give me 22, 23, 24, 25, 25 in particular. I want to see how I'm set up currently for that. And that will probably dictate my transfers over the next couple of game weeks. But every season we fall into the trap of avoiding players because they have a blank soon or, you know, buying a player because they have a double. So, you know, I think Matoma is a very good example. Don't not buy him just because he's got a blank in, in 25. If you think Matoma scores you know, anything from, let's say, 18 to 30 points over the next three game weeks, just go and get them. That is, that is, and that's what I'm going to be thinking about myself over the next couple of days. So yeah, going to have a proper look Thursday evening, Friday morning, and hopefully come to a decision at some point before Friday's deadline. That's it for the Double Gaming 22 preview. If you'd like to hear more FPL content from me before Friday's deadline, check out patreon.com forward slash FPL General. I'll be doing a YouTube live stream there on Thursday night at 8pm. If Patreon's not your thing, you can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash FPL General. Best of luck for the double folks, and I'll talk to you again next week. Most likely a Thursday release, I think, again next week, because that leads Manchester United game. The second game of the double is on the Wednesday night, so I'll probably let that play out. Record Wednesday night, release Thursday, 
uh, and it's a Saturday deadline next week. So Saturday deadline for 23, but don't forget it's a Friday deadline this week for 22. Thanks for listening, folks. Talk to you soon. The Athletic.